Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the William Mary Sports Podcast. Uh, I know it has been a while, but uh, with you know the end end of the first semester of school, uh, I've been very busy. I uh, haven't had a lot of time to upload uh, since uh, football season has ended. Uh, but today, um, just wanted to uh, give my thoughts on uh, the recent recruiting class from William Mary Football. Uh, my thoughts on you know, the conclusion of the all-in uh, fundraiser for William Mary Athletics, uh, give an update on William Mary's football staff, transfer news, and then uh, postseason awards, uh, and that will come up shortly. So before uh, we get into the um, stuff that I was going to talk about today, I did uh, just want to let everybody know on here, I did end up closing uh, the merch shop uh, temporarily don't really know um, if I'm going to reopen that or not, but uh, I'm just going to see uh, based on how much interest there is if, if I'm going to reopen it or uh, keep it closed. Uh, but that's closed now. I uh, just wanted to direct people to uh, my Twitter, which is Evan underscore Mansion. If you want uh, more frequent William Mary news, William Mary updates uh, to do with uh, sports specifically, you should go follow my Twitter because I post on there almost daily, um, if not daily. Uh, there, there are days where I don't post, and there are days where I post seven times. So, um, if you wanna, if you wanna stay even more up to date, um, I, I would, I would follow there, and then obviously continuing, continuing to listen to the podcast where I can go more in depth on, uh, on my tweets, for instance. But uh, starting out today's episode, I wanted to talk a little bit about the All In campaign, which is about to end in two weeks. Um, it will end uh, in the new year. Uh, so, uh, as we know, this, this campaign has been, um, related to William Mary athletics with a goal of bringing $55 million in, uh, to the school to, um, help mainly the project of Kaplan arena, uh, with, you know, kind of redoing the whole thing, getting the new video board, which we've already did, um, redoing like the light system and then next year, uh, redoing the the seating arrangement and then also building the sports performance uh, center uh, next next to Kaplan Arena, which will give um, every athletic team at William and Mary a new locker room and uh, updated weight rooms and uh, practice facilities, which is um, very important uh, for recruiting uh, for developmental purposes. Um, and so, you know, the, this campaign began. I, I believe it was two years ago, maybe maybe longer than that. Uh, but the first I really remember hearing about it was in 2021. Uh, and, you know, this has kind of been a lot of Brian Mann's doing, and he's done, I thought, a really good job. And, you know, with two weeks left, uh, we do have, we have 53 million of the 55. Um, a donor gave a million dollars, um, I think, a few days ago to get it to 53. And, uh, you know, with Christmas season coming around, the, the uh, athletic department's looking for last minute, a last minute push to, to complete it and to uh, be able to finish out uh, the project. And, um, you know, obviously I know that they're short right now, but uh, 53 million in two years is still phenomenal. And it's, it just shows how hard the athletic department has worked and how effectively uh, they've worked as well. Um, And, you know, this, this whole renovation once it's completed is just going to be such such a benefit uh, for everybody, players, coaches, um, 
you know, all, everybody at, at William & Mary. So moving on uh, to the football recruiting class for this year, they will be class of 28 when they are officially enrolled. Um, it, the early signing class is about 13 uh, players. Um, I, I, I really like the group of guys that, that are coming in. Um, I know, at least on Twitter, I've seen a lot of positive things about about um, what they can do. Um, two of them I know uh, were, were rated recruits, one of them being uh, Jaden Ratliff and then one of them being Haven Mullins. Uh, they, they both were, um, I think, I, I know Ratcliffe was a three-star, not sure completely about Haven, uh, but I think he was also a three-star. Um, those guys are really big. They, uh, William Mary was able to win uh, recruiting battles uh, for those people. So uh, very, very good there. Um, obviously, I know uh, I talked a little bit about this on my Twitter as well, how uh, we had that three-star quarterback, Abe Fenwick, decommit, and he, he's now uh, committed to West Virginia. But, um, you know, I, I think even even with, you know, what I'd say was, was a somewhat underwhelming season last year, um, the coaching staff uh, still able to maintain uh, almost all of the recruiting class, uh, and uh, very cool to see. And, um, you know, the portal – uh, is is looking pretty pretty positive for for William Mary thus far. Um, I I don't I haven't really seen a ton of uh, people leaving, but and, but I've also seen a lot of action uh, by the coaches. Not necessarily commits yet, but there's been a lot of uh, people getting offers, especially wide receivers, which were a big struggle with the team last year. And I know the coaches are are uh, off to work on that in the portal, as uh, you know we kind of we kind of need that. Uh, going into next year. So very, very, very good. Uh, I'm liking the recruiting. Uh, I think next year is going to be a big year, especially if with Yoder comes back and, you know, the same offensive system really like our recruits. I think there's some guys that are very capable of starting uh, immediately. Um, and so very excited there. So moving on to a little bit of a staff update. Um, this was re very recent, I think, um, at, as if some of you know, um, Bronco Mendenhall, the former UVA head coach who led them uh, for, I don't know what, maybe 10 years, um, he he was hired at uh, New, Mex New Mexico uh, to be their head football coach after taking two years off of football. Uh, it was one of those situations where, um, you know, kind of everybody knew he, he got fired uh, just because of the way that their season started, I remember in 2021 um, they started six and two and finished six and six. Um, and I don't, I don't know if the the athletic director liked that, so uh, she she cut ties with him. He obviously was famous for the uh, nine win season where UVA got to the Orange Bowl. Um, and so anyway, after after he left the program, took took a few years off from coaching and is now uh, the head coach of. New Mexico, um, and he, anyway, he, um, he's always been a guy to, uh, you know, get a group of guys and have them as their family. He doesn't really value, uh, like it, let's say, you know, I'd say a lot of head coaches are like this. Um, you know, if, if, if it's them, they're OC and they're DC. If, if they, if they're getting job offers to go somewhere a lot better, uh, they, they would go ahead and take that. And I think Bronco is one of those guys where it's like, you know, 
that's not an automatic for him. He still might take the job, but like he's also he's also thinking, hmm. Well, is this is this like do I want to leave the guys that helped me build my reputation and his coordinator? So he's kind of just like, yes, I, I'm taking the credit for it technically by being the head coach, but like I I want to go with um with with my team, I guess um to to you know better opportunities and um for for that what 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 I was getting to is uh for this being related to William and Mary our quarterback coach uh Matt Johns um has departed from the f- program uh to join Bronco on that staff Matt Johns uh was the was a form the former starting quarterback at Virginia this was in one of his very first years um very first years there so uh you know, obviously, he has a he has a very strong relationship with Bronco, and um, I think you know that on top of you know, William Mary, it, it, very very good FCS school in his home state, but uh, couldn't refuse. I feel like he couldn't refuse a chance to uh, coach uh, at the FBS level with 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 his former head coach. Uh, just just an opportunity that he couldn't really refuse, and we wished him best of luck there. Um, and you know, looking at the staff. Um, he he also has another former player, which I remember um, from uh, UVA, uh, Evan Butts. He graduated in 2018. He's, he's going to be their director of scouting. And then uh, Nick Howell, who was the defensive coordinator uh, when the year that Bronco departed from the program, he was also uh, fired. And he is the defensive coordinator from or for New Mexico now. Um, Obviously, I don't. I don't think they could get Robert and I, who was the offensive coordinator for Virginia at that time. And those, you know, Nick Howell, uh, Robert and I, and Bronco Mendenhall were kind of like the team. Uh, I think um, Anai is currently at NC State. Um, I, I'm sure Bronco tried to go and get him, but he. I don't think he wanted to take the job, uh, which is understandable. Uh, but we'll see if they align in the future. Uh, though uh, Anai's son is the offensive. Uh, offensive line coach for this team. So, you know, kind of just interesting, interesting, especially for me, uh, seeing all these guys reunite, um, to coach New Mexico and kind of like UVA 2.0, uh, you could say, and just interesting, uh, thankful for, to Matt Johns, uh, for his contribution to the program for, for William and Mary. Um, obviously him be, him playing, uh, power five, uh, at the power five level as a quarterback is definitely helpful for, you know, him being the, him coaching quarterbacks at William Mary. And, uh, just, just very interesting. So transfer news, not, not a ton there. Like I said, um, there hasn't been a ton of like commits yet to the program or, or exits. Um, but just a few notable things, I guess, uh, Ethan Chang, our former kicker, he, he transferred out last year because, um, there was no uh, graduate program for his degree, um, so he went off to uh, Mississippi State, and then he's in the portal again. Um, and transfer news out of the CAA, um, Albany, who obviously had that run to the uh, FCS semifinals, which is kind of unpredicted, um, even when they started the playoffs. Obviously, they were projected to finish near the bottom of the CAA, ended up getting a, getting a share of it. Uh, dominated uh, in the in the first couple rounds of the playoffs, and then were able to get a signature win against Idaho on the road. Um, then 
went to South Dakota State and got manhandled, but that team is clearly the best in the FCS. Um, but anyway, their star quarterback, uh, Reese Poffenbarger, who is a sophomore, um, he started as a sophomore, obviously, and then um, also as a true freshman. Uh, he has hit the portal right after that amazing run, which got him a lot of national attention. And uh, according to Pete Thamel of ESPN, he is receiving uh, a flurry of interest, um, including multiple Power 5 schools. Um, he he led the FCS in touchdown passes at 36 and passing yards at 3,603. Um, so obviously, kid is a baller. Um, going to be very it, – it's very um, – it's going to be very interesting to see where he ends up. Um, and, I, and I know that uh, he'll, he'll do special things with the rest of his probably – I mean, he has two years on paper, but he can probably get a third year um, out, out, of, out of that. So very, very interesting to see that. Um, obviously, that kind of does speak to uh, the, the kind of problem being, you know, if in the FCS especially, if you have a breakout season um, – you're gone, and that just kind of goes to show that the FCS isn't really used for, oh, I, I'm really committed to this team versus I'm committed to this team to try to get myself to a Power 5 team, which is fine. I think it's very it, – like, obviously, I think it's very tempting to, you know, when you're getting offers to go up. Obviously, you're going to want to take that. Uh, but just, you know, for people who are FCS fans at core – uh, just obviously a little bit disappointing, uh, but you really can't blame them at the end of the day. And yeah, finally, uh, to end off this episode, I have a few accolades um, I'd like to share. So first of all, this go- kind of goes back to the staff, but uh, William Mary, offensive coordinator, um, has been selected as the FCS assistant coach of the year uh, by the American football uh American Football Coaches Association. Um, so that that very interesting. Obviously, um, I I can't disagree with it. I I really like Christian Taylor. I'm a big fan of him. Uh, we did have a some we did have a down year offensively. I don't think anybody's doubting that. Uh, but you know the fact that he's still uh, the assistant coach of the year is very very cool. Um, and I, I know I know he personally looks at this accolade and and knows that. You know, obviously he he didn't win that alone, uh, but just very very cool to see some recognition there. Um, Christian Taylor, obviously, his stock is going up, and you know, a few more good seasons, he's probably going to be a candidate for a job um, eventually. So you know, very cool to see, very 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 good for him. Um, also, um, very interesting to see, or not not very interesting, but uh, very exciting to see uh, Charles Grant, uh, offensive lineman. Uh, who who is going to graduate in the spring? He is selected by uh, the a- by the Associated Press as a 2023 All American, um, and he's also he was also selected the second the second F- team um, FCS. Uh, John Pius and Nate Lynn were also All Americans uh, in that category too, but not selected to the second team. Um, so very 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 cool uh, there. Um, Good, good to see recognition, uh, especially from a lot of those playmakers. John Pius, obviously, uh, we know he he's uh, gone off to Wisconsin uh, from the portal, um, but you know he's obviously going to be an NFL player. And same with Nate Lynn. Nate Lynn is ju- just amazing, um, and you know we'll probably see him declare for the draft soon or or do something of the sort. Um, 
so very very cool and then finally uh the last accolade this is also a a coach's rating um not, not technically an accolade but uh kind, kind of a statistical thing uh the offensive line uh coach uh mario i'm gonna butcher this name but Asatelli uh from william mary obviously he he earned the highest performance grade um in the entire fcs for the offensive line um very very proud of that obviously i know a lot of people didn't like how the offensive line played uh in terms of in terms of um you know how that affects the passing game but uh I, I think I think overall the offensive line did a very good job uh, last year, and it's 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 very exciting to see you know the staff um, from William Mary doing such an amazing job of um, you know developing these players and and getting a lot of these players in a spot to pen, to potentially go to the NFL eventually, which is very very cool and uh, just awesome to see and awesome for recruiting as well. Uh, so that will conclude. Today's episode uh, of the William Mary Sports Podcast. Um, obviously, there is a game tonight uh, for men's basketball uh, against uh, Pepperdine on the road. Um, so that that's a big game. Potential to get back up to 500 uh, before this kind of winter break uh, slate. Um, so yeah, gonna gonna watch that, and uh, I I hope uh, listeners enjoyed this episode uh, and. Catch you next time on the William Mary Sports Podcast.